the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's all I want. She's blonde, 5'2". It's all I need, yeah. And 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. This is my America. Welcome to Hour 2 of tonight's Andrea K. Show, and there is nowhere I'd rather be, babies. Glad to be with you guys here every night of the week. Thank you for being here. Thank you to the listeners, callers, and everybody who emails me at andreakshow.com. Our live call-in number is 888-344-1170, and I'm also going to give the 24-hour hotline a little bit later, so don't forget, you can call us any time of day or night. We're not going to answer live, <laughs> but we will take a message from you if you've got a topic idea, a guest idea, just anything you want to get off your mind. Uh, you can call and share on our 24-hour hotline. Uh, my partner is rolling along with me for hour two. Of course, that's none other than uh, DJ Potato Skins. And coming up next is my 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 second partner, pretty much. It's Brian Maloney of Red Wave America, who we Spicy love. Spicy so fried much. chicken. Spicy fried chicken, our comfort food, as you guys well know him. Hello, my dear. Hey, hey. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you know what I was thinking, my spicy fried chicken comfort food friend? That we didn't, this is another year that neither one of us went to CPAC and hung out together. And um, yeah. I missed you, but I didn't miss CPAC this year. Did you? No. And, you know, I'll tell you, I mean, I looked at a lot of the coverage of it. And what I saw were, you know, you've been there. You know how those hallways yeah. are usually packed with people. You can hardly get past anybody to get to the other end. And what I saw were very, uh, you know, relatively uncrowded hallways. And now some people were saying there weren't that many people at Trump's speech, but that actually wasn't true. You might have been in that room. That that room is so large. It's huge. <laughs> you you could hold track meets, probably play a football game, uh, in, you know, an NFL mm-hmm. game inside that room. And it could probably hold 10,000 people yeah. in there at least. It's enormous. So, and even when Trump was president, some of the rows in the back were empty because you can't see anything from way back there. So when the media made a big deal out of that, you know, to me, it was laughable. Bottom line was, was that other than Trump's speech, the whole rest of CPAC this year was forgettable and not worth paying the money to attend. But Trump did utilize the event to his mm-hmm. advantage and gave a well-received speech while the other candidates didn't show, which was stupid. Um, you know, whether there are crowds at CPAC or not, the speech is an opportunity to get that out across the nation on social media and, yep. uh, you know, television, what radio, whatever else. And they missed that opportunity. I mean, I, that was inexcusable. Right. Um, that's something we could, you know, this whole idea of DeSantis. Well, where's the DeSantis campaign? Right. And that's what I mean. I've been asking myself this for weeks. I mean, I really wonder 
if Ron DeSantis is just the next Scott Walker who just vanishes, you know, who was going to be the great, the great whatever you want to call him, and then just fizzles. Well, you know, I, yeah, I'm wondering that myself. And when I say that I didn't miss CPAC, it's because I have had some concerns with the organizers, the schlaps. Mm-hmm. And I'll get oh, into yeah. that in a moment. I'm not sure if you've heard of Avek Ramaswamy's oh, yeah. claims. We're going to get into that in a moment. But... Um, uh, but yeah, about one of the things I've said about DeSantis is it's, it, and you and I, it's one of the main things we themes that we've talked about so much here on the Andrea K show is about how conservatives have a tendency to glom on to somebody that they, they think is the next night, uh, uh, you know, riding in on a white horse to save us. Um, yeah. and, and not being able to look at the second and third and fourth, you know, imp- level implications of the policies going on and who really is the best person to fight that. And, DeS- and, and DeSantis, a couple things, you know, I, I'm not convinced of is where he stands on the deep state and, right. and and as well as the fact that I saw him give a speech at Charlie Kirk's event a year ago and I was underwhelmed. I'm not convinced that he's got the charisma, the stamina no. uh, to to uh, to compel uh, the presence to compel a nation to grab Democrats and independents to come his way. I'm just not convinced of it yet. I'm glad he's, I'm glad I I talked to Carl Jackson earlier. We both agree that we're glad that there's people that have thrown their hat in the ring because iron sharpens iron and that will keep him sharp and and it will force him to have to answer for some mistakes he made, which is good. That helps everybody. Um, But uh, there's Politico is reporting today and I'm not convinced. I love a lot of what Vivek Ramaswamy is saying. I'm not convinced that he's the real deal, um, but I thought it was interesting. He is saying that his campaign is about, um, let's see what his, what he, how he's described. The premise of his campaign is to dry, uh, um, drive a, a national identity revival. Um, uh, a definitive secondary goal is to be exposing what's going on and he says we've decided to go full transparency on exposing the quasi-corrupt process of the campaign itself so therefore he has decided to expose the fact that somebody supposedly reached out to him from CPAC we don't have the name but it's mm-hmm. someone tied to Matt Schlapp basically telling him look for $100,000 we can get you a bigger straw poll presence which would yeah. be which would be you know just completely you know, um, a, a, a corruption in terms of what this this right. CPAC event and the straw poll is supposed to be about. Your reaction? Well, no, that's exactly right. And so, you know, the American Conservative Union, the ACU, is the group that puts on the CPAC conference every year, and that's the Schlaps. The Schlaps run that show, and as we've heard, you know, there are, you said you were going to get into it in a minute, so I won't spoil that, but there are allegations against Matt Schlatt. The oh, you can get is, into it, because I've already talked about it on oh, the show. Well, yeah. I mean, it, well, there they're are unpleasant things to talk about, but essentially he's been accused of groping yep. a male staffer for the Herschel Walker campaign during the runoff in, uh, in Georgia. And uh, in a very, I mean, it's, you know, he's... That slap is, you know, married to, you know, I mean, the they've whole got thing five is, kids. Uh, He's married to Mercedes Schlapp. She's co-organizer yeah, yeah. and they got five kids together and she's all over Fox News. But the Schlapps have been getting rich off of CPAC and that's the bottom line. Yeah. And CPAC has become a pay to play event 
where your presence there depends on how much you shelled out. You want to be on a panel, you've got to shell out tens of thousands of dollars to appear on some panel that, you know, there are like 300 people in the audience watching. You know, I don't know how you're getting your money's worth for that, but that's what they do. So everything is a pay package to get presence there. And the problem is that this year, you just didn't have people showing up. Uh, it was their first year back in Maryland, D.C. Uh, area, you know, since, uh, well, the last one I attended, which was 2020. That was the last time I went. The 21 and the 22 were in Florida, and they were a lot smaller. So we need to have, number one, a conference that is for actual conservatives that is not so shady, you know, either totally get rid of who's running the ACU, which would be removing the schlaps uh, and whoever else. That's is what there should on, happen. Yeah, that's what has to happen. Or you've got to start a new conference, which is hard to do. Uh, so I'd like to see the, the um, you know, the ACU redone and CPAC rebooted. And it's very boring. It's the same thing every year. Same speakers. Um, you know, I don't know why people would pay for that. Yeah, you know, and that's why I didn't go back because I realized that really it had become for me just fun hanging out with you and, you know, different friends yeah. of mine. But you know what? It's expensive to go back there, even if the station is paying for my hotel and stuff, you know, it's yeah. it's and it takes time. And, you know, um, then, I, you know, it's, it, you know, maybe I'm better off going to Cabo, which is what I did this year. <laughs> Instead. Well, I can't blame you. I can't blame you for getting away. But the bottom line here is, you know, we need a conference. I still think that Trump was very, very smart to yes. take part in it this oh, yeah. year because what's fascinating to me to watch, Andrea, and by the way, before, you know, I don't know how long you have with me here, but I hope we get a second to talk about the January 6th footage that's been coming out. Yeah, you know what? Why don't we okay. do this? Why don't we yeah. take a break right now and then we come back with that because I don't want to start that and then have to take a break. So let's okay, take a break. Sure. We come back yeah. more with Brian Maloney from Red Wave America and talking about Jan 6 footage. Stay tuned. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. I will have the disastrous war between Russia and Ukraine settled. It will be settled quickly. Quickly. I will get the problem solved and I will get it solved in rapid order. And it will take me no longer than one day. I know exactly what to say to each of them. I got along with very well with them. I got along very well with Putin. I'm the only candidate who can make this promise. I will prevent, and very easily, World War III, very easily. I agree that he could that uh, he could prevent World War III. I'm not sure I believe that he could get it done in a day. Um, but but let me tell you, we wouldn't have been we wouldn't be billions and billions and billions of dollars in from our Treasury. And, and Putin wouldn't be in Ukraine right now if Trump was still president. I'm not sure if my friend Brian Maloney from Red Wave America agrees. Um, weigh in on that, please. And then we're going to talk Jan six. Yeah. So the bottom line is he could he could end this war in a day by doing one thing. And that is just telling Ukraine you're cut off from yep. future funds. You're cut off from future weaponry. Uh, this is it. What you've got is it. And Ukraine will fold over in five seconds because, <laughs> look, the rest of NATO put together can't offer anything. And they haven't been. It's all been coming from us. 
so all you have to do is cut off the, you know, supply of drugs there, you know, yeah. uh, and, you know, cut off the, the uh, crack supply there, and then the, this war ends. Absolutely. And the bottom line is then you negotiate, look, Russia is going to have part of Ukraine no matter what anyone tries to do, and those are Russian-speaking areas of Ukraine anyway. I mean, they're not worth World War Three. You know, boundaries change, lines change through history. Look at a map of Europe from 100 years ago. Uh, things change. Get over it. Yeah. It's not worth <laughs> destroying our lives in a nuclear holocaust. Right. Well, not to, yeah, not to mention the fact that I read today that Boeing um, has outsourced, like, the majority of their stuff. I, I, I should have pulled the article. Meanwhile, they're still raking in billions of dollars of taxpayer money. Um, and they're oh, yeah. not even building their their weapons or planes or whatever it is here in the States. I mean, it's just a racket. It's a money laundering scheme. You're absolutely right. Cut off the blood supply to the tumor and the tumor will shrink. Um, let's yeah. get back to Jan 6. You wanted to talk about the yeah. Jan 6 footage. Well, I hope that you've seen the, uh, the headlines on the New York Post this evening because this is just incredible what Tucker has been able to get hold of in this footage. No, I haven't. So please, people have been messaging me. People have been messaging me. While I talk, go to nypost.com and just check the two headlines here. Number one is footage shows Capitol Cop Brian Sicknick uninjured on January 6th (gasps) after he was supposedly, you know, the New York Times had said and then retracted that, you know, he was killed being hit with a fire extinguisher. Not only was that not true, he looks uninjured in the footage. So they sat on that footage for two years. We only got to see that because Republicans took the House and the footage, 40,000 hours, released to Tucker Carlson. I don't know how Tucker is going through 40,000 hours unless he's got 10,000 people to do it. I don't know how they're doing it. But And then the other uh, headline that is even bigger January 6th footage shows Capitol cops escorting the QAnon shaman, that weird guy that nobody knew who he was. Right. I, um, excuse me for interrupting. Yes. Over. Hang on. Hang on. Excuse me for interrupting. Yeah. Go, definitely do what Brian Maloney is saying. Go to New York, uh, NYPost.com, tour de farce, and it shows them escorting the uh, uh, shaman, the dude, the QAnon shaman, shaman the dude with the, with the horns, escor- escorting him. Uh, through the halls of the Capitol and to the very door of the U.S. Senate. Yeah. They were playing tour guide. And the thing is, that I've, you know, I've been in there before, and I talked about this maybe with you before, but most of the Capitol Police, they're actually really nice guys. And when I was in there, well, we were protesting Al Franken in there uh, with Melanie Morgan when we went in there with Juanita Broderick. Do you remember that? We went in there with Juanita yes. Broderick. And, <laughs> that was uh, awesome. We went in there with, well, we went in there with all of the Clinton victims. Yeah, um, we had we had every single one there except Paula Jones, every every one of Clinton's victims. And we went in and confronted Al Franken in, in his Senate office and he hid behind the, the door. He was <laughs> I totally forgot. But, but the thing was that we did all that with the wink and a nod from the Capitol Police. We were, you know, we were just doing whatever the, you know, heck we wanted inside the building at the Senate office building. And. That they knew all along, and they were following behind us and keeping an eye on us and everything. But they couldn't have treated us better uh, if you know we, we didn't do anything that warranted arrest or anything. But we just were storming in there on our own terms, uh, and we could have been arrested easily. And all of it ended up. Fox must have aired that footage of us in Franken's office fifty times. They used it as background footage so many times it was hysterical. Um, 
you know, but the bottom line, what I'm saying is that they're, for the most part, they're nice guys. I mean, not the one who, you know, committed murder, that one officer um, who, I, you know, we, that's a whole separate story. But the bottom line here is now we know why that footage, 40,000 hours, has been kept under wraps yes. for two years. Yep. Because it destroys the Democrat narrative completely. And it demands that these J6 prisoners be released. You know, when you were mentioning DeSantis in the previous segment, you know, the thought that I've had is, where's DeSantis on the J6 prisoners? Have we heard him say a word? And if he isn't, why would you be a coward? You're trying to win the GOP nomination for president, and you're sitting there and you're afraid to advocate for the release of these prisoners who mostly have not had even a trial. After two years, they're just rotting. You know, and now we find footage that exonerates more and more of them. The more Tucker's people go, and I, like I said, he must have an army of people looking at this footage. The more they go through the 40,000 hours, we're going to have headlines like this for weeks or months while they continue to sift through. Because every moment of what happened that day was captured on, on tape. Yeah. And it's just been withheld from us by Nancy Pelosi. And now we have it. And now we have the truth. And the truth is not, you know, the truth is not backing Democrats one bit. Or the establishment Republican Party that no. did an impeachment led by uh, uh, Liz Cheney and Adam Kinziger, right? And Romney. And, and yeah. Mitt Romney to impeach him to, and, and, and to declare that he is unfit to ever run for office again because he led an insurrection. It's, it, it, you know, this should be the top news story everywhere. Thank you for bringing, bringing it to my attention because we've, we do our show prep a, a lot of times mid to, midday. Uh, to early afternoon. Well, and, this really hit in the evening because Tucker, yeah. ran, you know, led with it and you were yeah. getting ready for your show. Yeah. But these headlines, we're going to have a lot more like this, Andrea, a lot more. So we have to pressure these candidates. Why aren't you talking about J6? And I want to say something else because I think that Trump may have learned some lessons because so far the reelection campaign is a lot better organized and a lot more focused than yes. I had expected. Yeah. Uh, so far he's not saying anything stupid anymore. Uh, he is not making any blunders and he's focused. If you listen to him, he's focused on what he will do. Um, I'm sure he'll still talk here or there about the stolen election or whatever, but the bottom, which I don't think he should get into much anymore. I think he didn't. Insane. In fact, I think we've got the clip. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, we've got a clip here to play, actually, that has to do... Um, skins, where do I have that? I want to play this real quick. Shoot. Um, let me see. I thought I had it. Um, it has to do with... It's a little long. It's about a minute 23, but he talks about Fox and the election and since you know media so well and everybody at Fox in fact I, I want to play this clip for you and I also want to ask you about and uh, uh, I can't remember who put out the the piece today um, that is alleging that uh, Hannity and Laura Ingram might be fired I want to so but first let's play this yeah, cli- yeah, yeah first let's play this clip clip four. I lived in luxury I had everything People said to me, are you sure you want to do it, sir? I said, oh, this will be so amazing. (laughs) What the hell did you get me into? (laughs) I didn't know the word subpoena. I didn't know the word grand jury, those words, grand jury. I didn't know that 
They want to lynch you for doing nothing wrong. I didn't know they want to lynch you for doing a great job. I didn't know they want to put you away because your poll numbers are better than anybody they've seen in years. And then they go with the disinformation campaign. First of all, we're leading every Republican by massive numbers. And very importantly, perhaps more importantly, we're leading Biden by a lot. And we're leading Kamala by a lot. And every time the polls go up higher and higher, the prosecutors get crazier and crazier. We got to stop these guys. He says, we have to stop Trump now. We got to stop him now because we can't stop him at the ballot box. You know, they tried that in 2016. How did that work out? Not too good. And we actually, and I have to say this, I hope Fox doesn't turn off, but we did much better in 2020 than we did in 2016. I thought that was great. I I thought that it, it was disciplined. It is more disciplined. So somehow, you know, the assumption has been that Trump can't learn from his mistakes. He's just going to go out there and do all the same things over and over um, and make, you know, blow it all over again. And I think maybe what's winning out inside of Trump is the part of him that wants to win, because I think this is maybe he realizes, hey, in order to win, I've got to do things differently and learn from mistakes, because I haven't seen him this sharply focused for one thing. You know, the 2020 reelection campaign was very unfocused, very slapped together. Right. Um, you know, and I, I absolutely believe the election was stolen and there was tons of cheating. But I also believe that the, the reelection campaign was extremely poorly run. And I've been saying that on your show all along. It made it close else. enough to it made it close enough to be stolen. Exactly, because he could have won it in a landslide and then they wouldn't be able to steal it. Right. But I think that the best thing that ever happened to Trump was having this time out, you know, where he has to sit out of power and reflect and think about what went wrong and what was right. I mean, the one thing that he would have to fix if he returns to power is the bad hirings, you yes. know, the, the bad nominations um, of people who immediately once they're in office or in their positions or whatever, cabinet position, you name it, uh, as soon as they're hired, they turn on Trump. So that has to end. The betting has to improve a thousand percent that we need to be screaming that at him. If you want another shot at this, we're not going to go through, you know, and we could start naming some of the names of the most infamous characters. Unfortunately, we're brought you know to power by trump well because so, he listened to people like javanka he listened to chris yep. christie uh yep. reince priebus who he partnered with who was which was a mistake and that was so yeah I, um so speaking of fox because you mentioned fox there i think it was red state today who reported might have been multiple outlets uh that the word is is that rupert murdoch might be sacrificing hannity or ingram um and there's rumors they might be fired i think that's 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 a stretch but your thoughts well there are different rumors floating around right now and i don't know what the sources of them is because they're coming out on different conservative websites one rumor is that hannity janine pirro And Maria Bartiromo will be fired. The other one is this one you name about Hannity and Ingram or whatever. The bottom line is, as far as I know, Hannity's contract ran out last summer because that was the five-year mark after Melanie and I had, you know, started that movement to save his job. Uh, So that that was the five-year contract that he signed was the early summer of 17. So that expired 
in the early summer of 22. So as far as I know, he said no contract. There's been no news of a renewal, So which would have put out a statement. So I think the guy's been, you know, on a day-to-day thing. Uh, in terms of Ingram, I don't know what kind of contract that she has. I I don't know. I mean, she played ball a little more with the Ryan people a little bit more. So I don't know. Barta Romo and uh, Janine Pirro. I mean, Janine Pirro is almost 70 years old at this yeah. point. And she might actually be 70. Um, she might be over 70. She has a great job, but you know, they're probably looking for an excuse to get rid of her anyway for that reason. Uh, the question here is just that, you know, some changes are coming to Fox because Paul yeah. Ryan is on the board. So, you know, well, who is behind these rumors? Who's leaking these different scenarios and why? I don't know. I don't know. Because yeah. who would leak something to Red State? You know, that's a weird thing to do. If you're inside yeah. Fox and you leak it to some middle kind of ranking website, you know, fairly small, actually, Um Oh, and the other one was Real America's Voice has been, uh, they're the ones behind the rumors, at least from what I heard about Hannity, Pirro, and, uh, and Bartiromo. Well, who would leak something to them? I mean, uh, you know, these things, are, these are weird. So Yeah. It, 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 it's interesting because I actually think that Paul Ryan would love to get rid of Hannity, Ingram, oh, yeah. and Bartiromo. He would absolutely love it. I think they're floating it to try to get, you know, take the temperature. Um, I think that's also why there was leaks of the depositions regarding the Dominion machines. Hannity was confronted excuse me, on his show today. And he's like, look, you know, I I didn't lie to anybody. I focused, he says, this is his story, that he did not push uh, any lie related to Dominion machines, that he talked about election irregularities like I've done here, which is it was illegal for the state of of Pennsylvania, the state Supreme Court of Pennsylvania, to rewrite election laws. It was illegal what, what went on in Wisconsin, that he was very specific. I haven't watched his show or listened to his radio show in many in, in, in years, so I can't attest yeah. to that. Um, but but it got me thinking that <clears throat> that a lot of these leaks were were probably coming from Paul Ryan wanting to push Hannity Ingram uh, Bartiromo out, and Janine Pirro was kind of a delister for them, and kind of yeah. in, so that that's my take. Final oh, thoughts, no, Brian Maloney. That's, that's a great take on this. Absolutely, this is Paul Ryan floating this out there to see well what kind of audience response is there. Um, and if there isn't a strong response, because I, you know, I wouldn't lift a finger for Hannity, and yeah. at this point, um, uh, you know, like we did six years ago, when we busted our butts for him, uh, and what do we get for it? You know, I, I, not not much return on that investment. You guys also that. jumped in for Laura Ingram as well we after did. the comment right. she made about David Hogg getting into Harvard. Yeah, yeah, no, we did. We stood up for her. And, you know, I, she's okay, but she definitely plays ball with the establishment. Yeah, she does. Let's just put it clear. that way. The only person on there is Tucker. The only person left that is a Fox kind of host in the way we know them to be is Tucker Carlson. Yeah. That's it. The rest, the other 23 hours, you can forget it. They're not yeah. worth a thing. Absolutely. Not well, Brian Maloney, anything. you're worth a million bucks, baby. And thank you oh, for being here tonight. You, you too. <laughs> All you right, too. my dear. Take it easy. We'll talk at you okay. soon. Okay, thanks. Thanks. All right, so we had a caller who called in and shared an update on the mileage tax here. We're going to share that with you when we come back, as well as California reparations. Get ready to write those checks, baby. Stay tuned. Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. 
Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I have just the best listeners out there from the emails, the calls. We even, uh, to, to talk live on air, we even had somebody call in. Um, what, I'm not sure what segment we were talking about. Oh, we were talking about Ford and, and the way that they're going to be tracking us. And we mentioned the mileage tax. We had a caller who called in and, and gave us a tip that this was back in January, by the way, uh, that uh, Congressman Issa from San Diego in, in introduced the No Track, No Tax Act to prevent the funding of both the tax on how uh, far Americans can drive as well as uh, mileage tracking devices that would calculate the distance. Here's what he said at the time. The establishment of a mileage tax is more than an attack on the freedom to drive. It singles out um, it singles out for the harshest penalty against those who need to drive the most for work, school, and on behalf of their families. Even worse, the mileage tax is only enabled by a mileage tracker, a device that shadows drivers and captures everywhere they go. This is a dangerous government intrusion, and the potential for abuse and exposure of personal data may be limitless. Um, he specifically noted San Diego County's regional sandags proposing uh, the uh, – uh, tax increase. So um, evidently it hasn't been signed into law, but we like that Daryl Issa is trying to prevent it uh, from happening. So thank you, Isa, on uh, that. All right. California reparations, because when you think California, you think slavery, right? Did we even have, did, when did California become a state and become part of the union? Was it a, a good, 1850-ish, Right. Were we still Mexico? Right? Did we? I'm not aware of any plantations happening in California. Were there plantations here? We had missions. September here. 9th, 1850. It, oh, okay. Bullseye. I got the 1850 right. <laughs> but nevertheless, a reparations tax force. We've talked about the tax force before. Um, where it started out with them saying, hey, let's pay some reparations. And then when they had people start speaking, of course, uh, African-Americans were coming forward to the microphone and saying, we need a new house given to every every uh, black person in the state with the average home being $800,000. After first proposing this, according to New York Post, after first proposing $220,000 payments last year, the California Reparations Task Force, Task Force proposal proposed at a meeting Friday that every Every black citizen in the state now be given a $360,000 check. Now, they haven't defined black. What's the definition of black, by the way? Because we know Ancestry.com can check on you. And there's, there's commer- they're running commercials of people of color. And then they've got the wheel behind them saying 12% Scandinavian, 10% this. How do you define black? And have they defined where the money is coming from? Oh, no. And this project could cost as much as $640 billion. No word on how they're going to pay for it. But this, according to, to uh, State Secretary of State Shirley Weber, state, uh, she said, quote, if California can admit its sins, and change the narrative. If you can just, you know, exercise the demons, baby, then there's a way forward for states and cities across the nation. So, I, I, so what they're trying to do here is basically set the stage for reparations nationally. The task force met Friday for the first session of its two-day deliberations on how much reparations each black citizen who descended from enslaved ancestor in the U.S., not just California, but in the U.S. is entitled to and how those reparations will be distributed. 
Oh, they went on to say a history of, oh, oh, it, it, they're going to calculate the damages related to specific injustices such as housing discrimination, mass incarceration, and, quote, health harms. First of all, mass incarceration. So they're going to determine, so you're in prison and you're going to get reparations because now it's not your fault that you're in prison. It's the fault of slavery. So somebody's gone and murdered somebody and they're going to get a check from the taxpayers for $360,000? What? And health harms? What health harms? You got a sexually transmitted disease and you're going to get a check from the taxpayers? Outrageous. The panel said government laws and policies perpetuating badges of slavery have helped white Americans accumulate accumulate wealth while erecting barriers that have prevented African-Americans from doing the same. Can you tell me what barriers that you erected and I erected to stop a black person from making money in this country? Drawing blank, Andrea. This kind of heated, disgusting rhetoric is just that it's foul. You tell me what barrier was erected to stop any black person from making money. In fact, we've had affirmative action. We've had loans. What was one of the contributing factors to the housing crisis in 08? It was Barack Obama and his ACORN funding that went around pressuring institutions to loan money to black people to buy homes that they couldn't afford and knew they couldn't afford. We've got... All kinds of measures taking place to try to aid students, black students and other people of color to get in colleges and universities when they're not, they don't have the academic creds to get there. There's no barriers erected. White people in this country have not, there's too many instances of black people in this country like Condoleezza Rice, who went to school with the little girls who died in the bombings. Ben Carson, who came from some of the most impoverished conditions, who became one of the most brilliant neurosurgeons in the history of this country. Thomas Sowell. Read read the biography or the autobiography of Scotus Justice Thomas. There's no barrier. There's no barrier to anybody in this country. The American dream is still alive and well, even in spite of the inflation and the current economic conditions. We are still the greatest economic system in the history of the world. The only barrier is your own work ethic, your own drive, and your own ambition. Do you know how many poor white people there are in in this country? Go to Appalachia. We're going to take a break. We come back. We've got an even even greater insane notion because we've got someone who actually spoke at this reparations hearings who actually claims that if you just write a check, we can stop all this thievery going on in the state of California. Stay tuned. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Capital. Money, reparations, that will stimulate this economy for the 2.6 million blacks in California. There's only one thing that would stop our children from busting into these liquor stores. There's only one thing that would stop our kids from busting into these jewelry stores, stealing watches and jewelry. 
and that's reparations. Oh, so just reward the uh, the 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 felony. That's grand. It's what's the it's grand theft, right? Oh, yeah. What a great idea. Just reward those that are smashing and grabbing all over this all over the state. And they're smashing and grabbing because we had a governor say that you can smash and grab and get away with it. And it went from smashing and grabbing up to to a thousand. uh, What is it up to a thousand dollars without prosecution? So then they're like, well, if we can get away with stealing up to a thousand dollars out of a CVS, we're just going to start smashing and grabbing. They're not no bail policy. They're not prosecuting anybody. So I know let's just reward them with a three hundred sixty thousand dollar check. Wow. Absolutely insane. Dr. Tony's on the line. I want to make sure I save time for our callers. He's, he wants to weigh in, and I'm not sure on what topic. Hello, Dr. Tony. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Yeah, I called you before. Uh, oh, yes. Okay. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm laughing here in my car as I'm driving. You've got to be kidding me. Okay, so I'm Hispanic, and this is what I told your, your screener. I'm Hispanic, second generation, and the population of California, if I understand correctly, is majority Hispanic. Yep. And my son is is half Hispanic, half white. And so I'm thinking, okay, so with the majority of population being Hispanic in California, why in the world would I want to pay reparations? You shouldn't want to pay reparations. Why would anybody what? want to pay reparations? It's absolutely insane. Where has been all the all the discrimination? There was no slavery here in the state of California. This is just no, trying to never. buy votes. Right. Right. It's crazy. And it's, and it's, well, not only that, too, it's, it's rewarding bad behavior. Yep. I was thinking, too, I think, okay, so they were talking about people who have been incarcerated. Um, wasn't Kamala Harris the one who was like a district attorney or whatever in San Francisco, and she put all those people away just for smoking weed? Yeah, she was the, she was our state. Um, I think she wasn't she the state attorney general at one point or U.S. Yeah. attorney. Yeah. So she was harsh on crime. But you know what? Uh, it, it, you know, whatever crime anybody got convicted of. Uh, yes, there's the innocent project that sometimes gets people who've been convicted of murder released. But the majority of people that are in prison committed a crime to get there and they want to reward them. Yeah, you know, and and because this is an old narrative that the left has been using to try to claim uh, because the 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 poverty pimps like the like this guy here, they want to claim that there should never be any responsibility that there's no bad condition that an African-American person is living in that is of their responsibility. It's the fault of this country and the fault of white people. And we need to pay for it. And that's and we need to be screaming back on it. Right. And you know what? Okay. I'm an educator. Okay. Yeah. For 15 years. And so I'm thinking from what I know has nothing to do with reparation, has nothing to do with so-called systemic racism. It has to do with fathers not being in the home. (gasps) Yep. You know what I mean? And so, I mean, I've, I've done research. I'm a researcher. And so I'm thinking, okay, this is absolutely ridiculous. And this infuriates me that they want to place these burdens on Already, we're already paying taxes to the nose here in California. And so I'm thinking, okay, they want to add this to it, insult to injury. And mm-hmm. like, what do you want? To, they want to turn the rest of us into serfs. Yeah, 
That's exactly what they want to do. It's part, ultimately, I'm sure you've, re, if you're a researcher, that you are familiar with the Cloward Piven uh, theory, which is an, an uh, agenda, which is you break the back of the economic system. This was Cloward Piven was a couple of people, and their, their idea was, hey, let's break the back of the economic system to where people will be so impoverished uh, because right. of the debt and taxation and, and government c- c- controls that they'll, they'll just beg for more help from the government because they'll be so broken and look there's people right now that literally cannot afford to feed their children and what does california want to do they want to write three hundred sixty thousand dollar checks to every black person just because they're black no and how discriminatory is that to you to your son to the rest of us and you know what about the fact that you know are, are black people the only people who've suffered oppression in this country irish people were enslaved in this country women in this country didn't have the right to Women didn't have the right to vote in this country for many years until the 30s. You know, we could, you know, the American Indian population. This is just, it's just so wrong on so many levels. And we just, we just have to hope that there's, and, and, and people like yourself and others starting to speak up about it and use our voices for it. Uh, thank you for calling in, Dr. Tony. We appreciate you. Topic up. I appreciate it. Thank you. It's just so wrong on so many levels, Skins. You grew up here. You're one of the few people that uh, that I know who was actually born and raised here. Pretty much everybody else is a transplant. Oh, how you have seen the state change, Skins, in your lifetime. I mean, it really used to be, uh, I mean, California literally was the golden state. That's why people were coming from all over the country to come here. Everybody is fleeing now because of this nonsense. There was a time when uh, Reagan was governor and beyond before the Moonbeam and others, you know, started running the state into a ground, into the ground a lot through, you know. It was booming. Yeah, a lot through climate before that, you know, before it was called climate and green energy it was EPA. It was, well, it was, yeah, it was a climate was was a word that was used at the time um you know uh, there was a time in which the school system here the public schools were the best in the world worst yeah it was the strongest you know state economically um prosperous and they want to tax people for leaving yeah and they've just literally run the state into the ground and the one of the reasons why this is this reparations thing is coming up if you listen to the language they're using historically so goes California and if they can get the reparations in place in California it would the plan is to roll it out nationally and that's that's what we're going to see um speaking of crime because that guy brought up crime Walmart is going to close every store in Portland because of retail theft Maybe, maybe uh, they can keep Portland can keep Walmart to stay if they just start reparations, start paying black people. What an admission, by the way, of that guy that all the smash and grabs and the thievery is being done by by African-Americans, largely black people in the state of California. That's his words, not mine. So don't be adding me. Hey, love you guys. We'll be back tomorrow night. Congressman Biggs on tomorrow night show. You're not going to want to miss it. Peace out. Love you all. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.